welcome to the Curious Conversation Collaborative, a community for purpose-seeking entrepreneurs, leaders and changemakers. Listen to inspiring conversations with your hosts, Inner Leadership Mentor Tessa Van Kaken and Business Wealth Coach Karen Ravel. So um, this summer we're talking about the whole topic of alignment in business and in today's session we said we would talk about this concept of an entrepreneur versus an employee and I've mentioned to you before I've got a bit of a beam on it about this one because I hear a lot about the entrepreneur mindset and what I have found is that, or what I've heard a lot of, is that entrepreneurs saying that an employee mindset is, you know, you work nine to five, you don't think outside the box, um, you get told what to do, versus an entrepreneur who, you know, thinks for themselves, is very creative, is always finding solutions and that. And this has always really bugged me <laughs> because as someone who was a senior leader in corporate, um, you did have to think outside the box. If you thought I only did nine to five, you are hugely mistaken, <laughs> um, as do many professionals and leaders in, in business. Um, you don't get told what to do all the time you're responsible for your team and your department and and that and you have to make decisions about what needs to be done and um what i feel is that uh people who come up with that are very much people who often haven't been successful in a corporate role and they're now being successful as an entrepreneur and they see that as a mindset or an approach as an entrepreneur Whereas what I see that as is just a success mindset. Um, for me, how I really felt that was that, um, like for me, it's interesting. Like I haven't been in any senior positions as such, but I worked for a lot of like MUO and charity organizations and I would have been in like kind of the middle. Um, and also as a practitioner on the, on the, on the, yeah, lower level if you like but it would always have been jobs as well with very high responsibility like it would have been like uh, more the kind of social work roles of, or the uh, advocacy for people with disabilities and with children um, from disadvantaged backgrounds so there was always a lot of responsibility involved and and also a high level of where you know you would have on calls and like you know proper mm -hmm. Um, dealing with uh, if children were in contact with the police you might be called on a Sunday night at 1am you know like so <laughs> you know there was quite a bit like definitely not that 9 to 5 there's been definitely part of it being and uh, uh, becoming self-employed was actually around like oh then I can set my own hours and of course I knew that not it wouldn't be complete freedom either you have to work very hard and particularly when I set up my business I worked 24-7 for a while I think but um I do think for me it was actually this like you know also a little bit more freedom in that way uh but what i struggled with a lot when people talked like that was that i felt really as if in 
being an entrepreneur is always better than being an employee. So I can see what you say about this being said by people that either weren't um, successful in business and or in, in, as an employee in corporate maybe, but also I see it as people who really, for them, being an entrepreneur is everything. And that's what everyone mm -hmm. must be striving towards because it's like being your own boss. And I'm like, well, there is advantage and disadvantages to being your own mm -hmm. boss. And also I know entrepreneurs, uh, people in contract roles and other things that you still have a boss, you know, yeah. it might not be in the same way, but if you work for, and even for me, like my clients to a degree is still my boss. Like, yes, I can set certain things, but in the end, as soon as I work with someone, I also have, uh, you know, this idea that as an entrepreneur, um, it means you're not accountable to anyone and you can set the rules. I'm like, yes, to a degree, but not to everything. A, there are certain laws, there are certain restrictions, there are certain if you do coaching, there is certain ethics and, 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 yeah. and codes of conduct that you still have to uh, regard to. And again, you have clients that are your boss to a degree. Mm -hmm. And it's, of course, it's a very different structure. But for me, it was really much more around, um, yeah, how do you look at it? And also, what are you comfortable with? Rather mm -hmm. than that it would be good versus bad, or, or, or as you said, like a, a creative can be creative as an employee or as an entrepreneur. And that type of creativity, that type of person in certain entrepreneurial roles, they would be as miserable because there would be much more restrictions. So it's much more about the, the, the environment they're in than yeah. whether they're self-employed or employed by someone else. Yeah. I would think. I, th I do think there is something about um, employee um, approach, if you like, versus an entrepreneur. And the biggest one that I see is this um, kind of idea or concept of as an entrepreneur, you kind of fail forward. It's like, it's like, you know, you get something out there fast and make mistakes and then learn from that and keep moving forward. Whereas as a, you know, a professional, certainly my background, it was in finance and, you know, you couldn't afford to make mistakes. We couldn't put out numbers that were wrong to the stock market because we, you'd wipe millions off the, off the share price. You can't afford to, to be wrong, you know, and that's where that, that whole notion of being, you know, not exactly a perfectionist, but close to it. it has to be right. It has to be of a high standard and a higher quality before something can go out there. And then swapping over to being an entrepreneur and perhaps being more willing to make those mistakes and testing things out will slow you down. So I do believe there, you know, that is definitely a, a difference I've seen. Um, but yeah, this whole thing about um, being told what to do and only working nine to five and all that that's that's just that's much more about uh like I say, a success mindset to me yeah i think the other one that i i have noticed myself as well is that from working in corporate you're most people not all but most people are part of the team yes and you know so there is um there's kind of some responsibility that you have to your fellow team members and then there's just you know there's that responsibility of what you've got to do yourself and obviously when you become working for yourself it's pretty much all on your shoulders and it's all by yourself now obviously you can work 
you know you can do collaborations and joint ventures and you know like us doing this we you know we can work together but then we can come together for this but then we go apart and it's still it's like your business over here and you know mine over here and it's like we you know there it has a different feel about it i think to what it was like being part of a team where you kind of felt like we're all in this together we're all working to you know one end but I think it's very interesting that you're saying that because for me, again, in the roles I was in the end, uh, like where, you know, we would do client visits, like our main work was always with clients and we might not see our colleagues like days on end, except for team meetings at some stage, which to me, I created then through collaboration projects now as being, you know, being a coach and uh, doing the meditation. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I nearly had more contact with what you could call colleagues nearly as an entrepreneur than as a than as an employee so again i think as well people kind of put these things opposite each other as being an entrepreneur versus an employee based on whatever their experience might have been as an employee and their idea of being an entrepreneur where i think it's way more about what area do you work in both as an employee or an entrepreneur um what's your way of working you know as i said i know entrepreneurs who are coaches but they work in-house in companies so then they're actually often directly under a certain manager and they're managing a team as an entrepreneur but really they're more corporate nearly than I've ever been as a, as a yeah. you know so I think yeah. there's really also that much more important and also I think for yourself to think of like what's good what's bad or how should I think it's way more of thinking okay um Again, like I know for me as an entrepreneur, I needed to be stricter with myself around timekeeping because that was one thing when I was an employee, there was a certain that nearly when I was responsible towards an organization and I had a manager, you know, not checking up on me, but still there were certain checks there that I had to, as an entrepreneur, set that in place for myself. But because I noticed that if there is not that structure of like having to hand in any form of timesheet or anything else, that if I didn't mind that, I might end up, you know, getting lost in certain tasks and spending hours on that and then forgetting the other things. And so I needed to create a structure that when I worked for an organization was given a little bit from, uh, yeah, from whatever protocols and policies were in place from that company. So I think that is something that I really learned that that bit of self-management that was for me really did feel a bit different as an entrepreneur than, than as an employee. And one other thing was, and I think we talk about it at, um, over the summer in one of the sessions, and otherwise I think we mentioned somewhere before as well around this whole thing about money. And one thing I noticed that when I became an entrepreneur, what's my first thing that I started to do was how many hours am I working a week as an entrepreneur? And then I started comparing it to my hours as an employee and starting breaking it down. Oh, I make so many per hour as an employee. So then it's here. And then I thought, oh yeah, but there's taxes. And, you know, so I started this, 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 this hourly rate are there. Right. Yeah. Was, and, 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 and I'm not even talking because I know that's being said a lot to entrepreneurs around, you know, you need packages and not hourly rates. I'm not even talking about that, but just the mindset of in your head, swapping every hour for the money you're getting for yeah, it, yeah. breaking it down that way. Because, and that was something to also, 
yeah, to, to, to you know, this, this monthly check that comes in with a certain amount that's always the same, you know, that was something <laughs> also a very different feeling as an entrepreneur that, that, yeah. that yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that's a whole whole other topic. I can talk yeah. about that a lot. But it, it was interesting while you were saying that. I, I, something that it reminded me um, many years ago, I did a talk. Um, I can't remember all three items now, but I remember talking about um, the advantages of working for yourself was being your own boss, having uh, freedom over your time, and there was something else. And then I said, and the disadvantages of working for yourself is being your own boss, having freedom over your time. And, that, yeah. and, it, and it is true. I think it's like there's two sides of the coin. Um, and yeah, I, th I think there is huge advantages for working for yourself, but it doesn't suit everyone. Um, and, and we talked about it last week as well. It's like sometimes like having that balance between, you know, a part-time job uh, and, and working, having your own business as well. For some people, that, that, that is a great, you know, solution for them. And they, they want, the, want both of those. So I think it is very much about thinking about what works for you and, yeah. um, and not listening to, like you say, this, this concept of like entrepreneurialism is the yeah. answer to everything um um clearly the safety aspect in jobs has gone there and i think it's gone yeah you know, gone yeah the old days dear dear that like oh as long as you're employed then at least yeah. you'll be settled for life and you know for sure you have a job yeah that's i mean there is still jobs that have that but there's not there's not many. not very many these days so um yeah so i think you know the um so in that sense being able to recognize the value that you bring to someone else and how to um present that in a way that someone's going to pay you for it is a skill that everyone should know whether you're selling yourself to your potential um organization or whether you're selling yourself to a client yeah you know i think that someone that needs to pay you like yeah, yeah. like you know you're not paying yourself <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. then that only works if you either have a really rich spouse or you yeah, have <clears throat> money in the bank from somewhere else and you can just do what you do love lo do what you love without needing any money for it but again there's not many people that are in that position so i think that is a really good really realization that like whether it's through self-employment or through an organization money is coming from someone else so you have to have you know if, yeah. if you really don't like being bussed around as people think then you also will have a problem as an entrepreneur because clients will also have expectations of you yeah. so yeah yeah so money always flows where there's value so that's the key yeah so we, we all need to learn to um, understand our own unique value yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's, I think, the best thing that people can really take from this, that, you know, it isn't so much about whether you're employed or an, or an entrepreneur, but it's really knowing about what things are you good at also with your self-management, whether that's time or structure, whatever it is, and what things do you need support with, and that you can see the difference between, as an employee, you might be within your organization or your management get support from that, and as an, uh, as an uh, entrepreneur, you might need to get it either from, again, self-management. And if you can't, you need to look yourself for getting that maybe from accountability groups or, or co-working groups or whatever it is that helps you to get that what you can't give yourself. Yeah, absolutely. 
Right. Well, there's a lot in there. I'm sure we could go off at tangents on that one <laughs> quite, quite deep. But um, I think we'll wrap up here and um, we'll speak again next week. Great. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Did you enjoy this episode? Do share your thoughts and questions in the comments or send us a message. Do you know someone else who'd be interested in our curious conversations? Please share and spread the word. You can find out more about us at currenravel.com and tessavankeken.com. Tune in next week for another curious conversation.